Well, it's been a, a great pleasure and an honor for us to start reading our books, Faith Like Potatoes. You might be asking yourself a question, where did a name like that come from? Well, I can honestly tell you it never came from me. There was a Scottish preacher, Peter Marshall. He had an incredible way with words. They say that students used to come and sit in the back of his meetings just to hear him speak the English language. And he said to his students one day, you must have faith, faith that is tangible, faith that you can touch, faith that you can see, faith like <laughs> potatoes. Chapter 8, Soldiers for Jesus. The commandant had promised us 500 young men at the meeting on Saturday night. We approached the army camp and turned into the gate. There's the hall over there, a soldier pointed down the road. I wonder if all 500 will be there, I thought. I didn't know what to expect or how they would react, especially as they wouldn't be there of their own free will. The meeting was due to begin at 7 o'clock. It's close to 6.30. Now I told the team, let's go in and start to prepare. We walked to the door and stopped short. 500 soldiers, as promised, were already seated. As we watched, more were pouring in the door. Company after company were being marched in by their sergeants. I couldn't believe my eyes. I went backstage and peeped through the curtains. <laughs> Move the chairs and sit on the floor. An officer commanded the soldiers. Hundreds of young men were already sitting cross-legged on the floor and more were being marched in as I watched. Eventually, about 1,300 soldiers sat squashed in that hall from the base of the platform right to the back of the hall. I rubbed my eyes in disbelief. God, you're so good. With you, truly nothing is impossible. I realized afresh how important it is to obey the Lord without question. When we do the possible, he always does the impossible. Andrew, my eldest son, had hitchhiked especially to be with us for this last night of the campaign. He was stationed at a different military base. This was the largest crowd I had ever spoken to in my entire life. Andrew sensed my nervousness and began to pray for me. Andrew, I said, I think I'll preach a very encouraging message for these young men. Most of them are not even 19 years old, and they've been away from home for such a long time already doing their basic training. I felt such compassion for them. What? He exclaimed. Dad, give it to them. Don't hold back. They need Jesus. The Holy Spirit began to impress on me that there were all kinds of youngsters sitting there, some from wealthy homes, others from poor homes. Some were Christians, but most were unbelievers. And the peer pressure at this age is tremendous. Out there sat sadists, homosexuals, Satanists. Jesus Christ was their only answer. I determined to preach the gospel with all my might. Those 1,300 soldiers sat there silently watching me as I strode onto the platform. As I looked across the sea of faces, I knew that they were there because they had been commanded to attend. 
Many of them were wishing that they were a thousand miles away. Some of them were counting how many beers they could have consumed by now on this Saturday evening. It was written all over their faces. The music team got into action and soon the soldiers were singing along and praising God. I stepped forward to the podium and as I did so, the Spirit of God came upon me and a burden for these young men gripped my heart. I felt as though I was speaking to my own children. Without Jesus Christ, you will never make it on your own. There are so many mountains out there. Without Him, you will end up on the side of the road washed up. I had seen Jesus do some awesome things in Ladysmith as He moved mightily and sovereignly night after night. Souls were saved from eternal damnation. The sick were healed. I knew that He could do the same here. We're going to give you an opportunity to stand up and make a public confession of your faith before everyone here, I told them. Nobody is going to close their eyes. If you mean business, with everybody watching you, stand up to your feet. I will never forget what happened next. A big, strong soldier right at the back of the hall got up. He stood at ease, pushing back his young shoulders, head raised high, as if to say, well, chaps, I don't know about you, but as for me, I'm standing for my Lord. Silence filled the hall. Then another young soldier on the right-hand side stood up, and another and yet another. It reminded me of a field of ripe wheat being blown by a gentle breeze as the Holy Spirit blew through the Elans Hall. I was stunned. One thousand young men were standing before me. Wait a minute. This is no time to play the fool. The Word of God states that it is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living God. I'm going to give you another chance. If you don't mean it, please sit down. No one sat down. Listen, I scolded them. Don't play around with God. Only stand if you really want to give your life to Jesus Christ. Still, no one sat down. Just then I detected tears in the eyes of some of those young soldiers. The Holy Spirit whispered to my heart, I am doing this work, not you. Just be an obedient vessel, the one I called you to be. I looked out across that vast audience of young men standing on their feet. Men, I said softly, let's pray. The memory of those 1,000 young soldiers saying the sinner's prayer will live in my heart forever. Together we sang, He is Lord. We were very conscious of the presence of God. We gave them all the follow-up material and decision cards that we had. It was an unbelievable end to our very first campaign. We were extremely tired by the time we got home, but I don't think anyone could sleep that night as our small team rejoiced in God's faithfulness and the great harvest of souls had been gathered in. I knew that the Lord, the great husbandman of the harvest, had called me to harvest men. Harvesting maize would only be a means to an end. From now on, I determined I will preach the gospel at every opportunity I get and pray for the sick, heal the brokenhearted, and set the captives free in the name of Jesus. My life would never be the same again. Thank you for listening to this episode of Faith Like Potatoes. 